No one man should have all that power. You got the power to let power go. Welcome to the Power Rankings Podcast here on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm Zach Harper, joined by Wazi Lambre. Our uh, what is it? Dripper Drown Rankings. Drip or drown, um, get fresh or die trying. Okay. Uh, rank you know, overreact. This is rank and overreact. Is that what we? Is that what we've been calling this this whole time? I have. Okay, rank and overreact. The podcast in which I throw out every Monday the power rankings for the NBA, all thirty teams, and I, I put them in order. From one to thirty, and I give you a little tidbit about each one, and I'll give you a little a little gif in there of, of just fifteen because we're trying to save your data plans now. It used to be all thirty, but now it's just fifteen. Um, and so we do that, and then you guys go into the comments and uh, and you you shred them. You you take a weekend's worth of of hard work and you ju- you shred it and you ju- you crap all over it, and it makes Waz laugh, and then he reads it to me, and it, and it and it knocks me down a peg. And then I come back and I build myself back up over the week. And then I get to the weekend. I write them and then we go through it all again. So this week was, how are the comments looking? Uh, pretty good. I was, I was actually really heartened by this week's comments. I, I laughed. I cried. That actually worries me when you're, when, when you feel good about it. Cause that <laughs> means that my it. hard work got destroyed. I, I enjoyed it. I don't think there was a lot of, um, destruction. Cause like I said, at this point in the season, you know how everybody always says 20 games in, like you kind of know what's going to happen in, yeah. in, in an NBA season. We're at the point where everybody who was, you know, all the sunny optimism of say people in Sacramento, or Chicago or New York. <laughs> oh, New York. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Has, has, has been beaten out of them. Yeah. So it, it's, it's over for that. So I think you're less prone. We, there's a consensus about generally who's good and who's not. I think the fights happen where, you know, is Denver better than Houston or right. is, you know, those type of fights. Right, but I think right, generally right. we okay. understand who the dregs of the NBA are and who who's going to be there in the conference finals, conference semis type of discussion. Got you. Okay. So what, what do we got this week? Donald I says, quote, no problem with the Pacers uh, falling. That Atlanta loss was inexcusable. But this comment not really about the rankings. I went to a Pacer game the other day and I was disgusted to the amount of TJ McConnell jerseys being oh worn by a certain demographic. Oh I mean, we have a good white guy in Sabonis. There was even a slight TJ chant when he checked in. There's no chant for TJ Warren, and he scored 30 at this game. Oh boy. This made me think of when Waz says he wishes Luca were from Indianapolis. I probably wouldn't be able to go to a Pacers game anymore, though. End quote. What do you think, Zach? Um, <laughs> did you leave this quote? Did you leave this comment? Look, I mean, you know. lots. we always knew TJ was going to become the favorite son of Indianapolis, but, but right? Mean, that was just like, that was guaranteed, right? It's like Wes Welker and the rest of those cats on the Patriots right. becoming like huge Patriots. Like, that's goes without saying. And, you know, to just to clarify, um, it's not 
we can forget the racially problematic um, aspects of, you know, white people just loving white NBA guys or just any white guy who's excelling at a thing that white people stereotypically shouldn't be excelling at, as um, Bomani likes to point out. Because it's not just like... It's not it's not just uh basketball. It's stuff like track. Like when a white guy is dope at track, like people go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like there's just certain things or when a white guy can rap. Like right. there's just certain things yeah, like Tom that Hanks like son. Big up big up the whole island massive it's that boy Chatana coming straight from that golden gloves you watch it. Me see me father Tom Hanks presenting in a watch some forward come. Big up right. <laughs> right. My problem with the Pacers fans is that they have a dope NBA team with a bunch of guys who are so wholesome, so easy to root for. Like, these are blue-collar, dope guys. Like, the type of guys that any NBA exec would say, yo, these are the kind of guys we want to be the face of what we're doing here in the NBA. Community guys, like, never getting in trouble with the law, like, besides Darren Collison, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean. Right. Um... And they just, you know, the team doesn't get that much support, right? And this is a basketball craze, quote-unquote, Indiana. And the Pacers can't get any support, but yet they love the high school game. They love the Hoosiers. It just, you know, that just irks me because these people self-identify as, quote-unquote, basketball enthusiasts. And I just don't feel like the Pacers get enough respect and get enough love over there in that in that area of the country. And, you know, in a place that you would assume that they should. And you juxtapose that against somebody like the Raptors in freaking Canada, which is clearly hockey country. Right. Like junior hockey championships gets like massive ratings in Canada. That's how much they love Canada. So, I mean, excuse me, that's how much they love hockey so much. And then, you you know, you watch the Pacers not get that much love. It, it just annoys me. The TJ McConnell thing is amusing. It's not annoying. It. That's it. amusing. That's just yeah. like leaning into who and what you are, you know? Right. No, I love it. Great comment. No one man should have all that power. Next comment comes from Joseph B. He says, quote, I love Ja and Triple J's three-point shooting has been remarkable. But the Grizz being in the playoff hunt in January is a stinging indictment of the bottom half of the West. I just wanted this comment because I wanted to talk about the Grizzlies um, just in general. Uh, they came through Staples the other day, and we got a chance to watch Ja Morant up close, Zach. Yeah. And Whew. He's amazing. Yo, he's so fun in person, man. Like, <laughs> he's... wow, it, dude. It's uh, watching him. Like, he's he's so controlled. Like, he's out of control, yeah. but in control at the same time. Yeah. Like, he he had that one alley where he just sprung off the floor. Like, he's oh. man. He he moves in a different way. I, I don't want to like be cliche or anything, but like he does. It just it looks a little different with him. And I was I was blown away by how he looked in person. You know, the crazy thing is the last person with this kind of explosiveness uh, that had this level of craft at such a young age is probably D-Wade. Ooh, you know, like yeah. um, people always compare Donovan Mitchell to D-Wade and I get it, but he doesn't have the craft. Like D-Wade was so crafty, like just was so cerebral about everything that he was doing on the court. It was incredible, and I loved. I'm I'm a Donovan Mitchell head. I'm right. Donovan Mitchell Hive, Donovan Mitchell stand. But he's not as crafty as D Wade. But John Morant reminds me of that. Like the way he he put Kawhi in jail. 
on the one dribble, held him off with one hand, dribbled with his left, and just did the one-handed layup afterwards. And I'm just like, yo, this kid's a rookie. And he just did that to Kawhi freaking Leonard. Yeah, he's good, man. He's fun. Uh, I, yeah, I moved the Grizzlies up to 16th, and I moved the Pelicans up to 14th uh, in this week's rankings. Not because I necessarily felt that they had earned that, but because everyone else from like 14 <laughs> through 23 was ju- just sucked. This week they were all they all had that. I was like, you know what? These guys are in the mix. They're playing better lately. I'm moving them up. Yeah, it's it's kind of like that thing in in grade school where you asked your first seven choices to the dance, and you're down to your last one, and you basically basically have no choice. Yeah, it's all right. You guys are in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're in. That, that's, that's what you. That's what you got. Yeah. Um, Jerry R says, "Quote: Mike Conley Jr. is awful, and Jazz need him to stay injured." End quote. Harsh. Don't agree. <laughs> Harsh. Don't agree. <laughs> okay. Like that that was unnecessarily mean. But yeah, the Jazz have played better. I don't think it's Mike Conley had them playing no, worse. No, they're they're the bench sca- units were getting smoked. Yeah, they were getting smoked. They I talked about this on the Game Notes pod, which you can listen to on the Athletic Podcast Network with Tony Jones. Um, where like, all right, Jordan Clarkson come in and he's hitting threes, right? And Tony Bradley is playing good basketball where Ed Davis was not, and they've kind of stabilized things. I don't think adding Mike Conley to the mix is going to hurt them. Like, they, no. were, they were still playing well without Mike Conley. It's just the schedule is much harder uh, than, it, than it's been the last, like, 12 games. And, like, he wasn't playing good in, good individual and, and basketball. Mike Conley, let's, let's get it straight, too. It's not like he was horrible. He wasn't Rajon Rondo out there. Right. He just wasn't playing up to his own excellent standard. Right. Right. Um, that's what was happening. He wasn't just some horrible, you know, big minus NBA point guard level. Like that's not what was happening. It's just we like he's been consistently an excellent player. Yeah, it was borderline all star for damn near half a decade. Like yeah, it was. We just know. we look at the paycheck too with him, right? Like that's the yeah. thing is you just keep looking at the paycheck. I don't. Well, no, but, but I'm just like, talking about we yeah. collectively, right? Like yeah, that's yeah, the conversation yeah, yeah. about it. If he was making twelve million, nobody would care that he's struggling this much. It's that he's getting thirty plus, and so like. He doesn't need to be Memphis Mike Conley, but he needs to be better than what he's been in Utah. And finding that middle ground, I don't think will be that hard. And I feel like I've told you this story before, Zach, but um, the summer of Bismarck Biombo and the rest of the guys getting you know yeah. crazy cashed 2016. out. My brother who loves the NBA is not like as in tune as obviously you and I who do the shit for work or whatever. But, you know, he loves the NBA and he watches the NBA pretty closely. And Mike Conley got his deal in Memphis. And this dude called me. He didn't text me. He called me. Yeah. Was like, what the hell is going on? What's going on in the NBA? Yeah, we got a, we got a <laughs> cash Con- flow that they didn't Mike know was Conley? coming back. Yeah. He was like, Mike Conley? He kept screaming. He's like, Mike Conley? Oh, I'll just never forget that. But yeah, my brother, he, he had to call me about that. Mike Conley. Yeah, I had to. Absolutely had to. <laughs> Um, Joel M says, quote, scary to think there are three teams rated worse than the Knicks, end quote. I just thought that was funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it is, <laughs> he said it's scary. It's not wrong. Like, it's scary. not a wrong comment. Uh, it felt weird putting them 27th, but I feel pretty confident that the Warriors, the Cavs, and the Hawks are all worse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but the, the Hawks, though, to their credit, they're getting NBA rotational players back, yeah, I mean, yeah. which is good. Like, People like a lot of people. If you passively watch the league, you don't think you know Huerter is some important guy. But like, yeah, he actually for matters. the Hawks, yeah. 
it's do or die, <laughs> dude. Like, Collins coming back, it's do or die. Like, these guys aren't like, okay, they're going to change your life. But they're legitimate NBA players soaking up minutes, heavy minutes that were being taken up by negative NBA yeah, players, exactly. right? So that makes a big difference for the Hawks. I think you'll see, even last night against Denver, they lost ultimately, but that was a competitive game. Yeah, they played pretty well. That, yeah, that's going to finish at the top half of the Western Conference. Like, I think you're going to see more of that from Atlanta going forward. Um, although, man, it was ugly. The child abuse that kind of happened to my man Trey T.L. at the end of that game, man. He was just getting posted There's up. nothing he just, could ooh. do. Ooh. Nothing he could do. Um, okay, Ryan R. says, Can I even respect your word if you have the Rockets in the top five? I thought this was a rocket slander column all year. Waz better roast your ass for being a flip-flopper, end quote. Um, no, I don't have a bias here. Like, <laughs> I don't, uh, look, uh, how can I say this as politely to a, a well-paying subscriber? Um, exhibit the behavior of someone who's better at reading. That's what, that would be my suggestion, Waz. Like, I've never been anti-Rockets. It's when they play well, I'm like, yeah, that team's playing well. When they play poorly, I'm like, yeah, that team's playing poorly. They had two great wins this week, and the rest of the people in the top five or top top eight area had curious losses, and so they moved up. That's how rankings work. It's not a hard concept. Well, okay, here's the thing, too. Um and I was talking to Mo, our, our friend Mo Doc Hill, in between him telling me stories about a nightmarish hinge date that he recently went on. Shout out to the mouse. Um, he was like, yo, I think the Rockets are actually the Clippers' worst Western Conference matchup. Ooh, I don't and know if I agree. at first, I was like, nah, but then... You got to understand, like, James Harden's kind of the only player in the Western Conference who threatens the basket. Which is their main weakness. Right. And, like, like nobody, like, even LeBron now, he's not some, he's not the paint demon that he used to be, right? right. Where Remember when he used to shoot, like, 78% or something ridiculous like that in the paint back in those Miami days? Like, he's just not that person. He's not that, you know, they would do the thing, sometimes the heat, and even... Even like early second stint Cleveland, they do the thing where they'd set the screen for LeBron at the top of the key, maybe like six feet away from the three-point line, and he would just get a ridiculous head of steam going downhill, and it was just an unstoppable play, right? Um, that's, he, he, that's not LeBron anymore, right? And I think Harden is literally the only person out West who is like, all right, he can live in the paint in a series against somebody who doesn't have great rim protection. Um, and I think that's the only, you know, case to be made for that. Cause he his one of his strengths goes directly to look, it's I love Montrez, but he's not some type of rim protector. What do you think about that? No, I, I mean I, I think there's something to it. I also just think that uh we haven't seen really the surface scratch with this Clippers team. Fair. Um so I, I just expect them like assuming they're healthy when they go to the playoffs, uh I just expect them to be a different animal than what we've seen. Um, and maybe that's me just uh, being too optimistic about them. I think the theory of it is, is decent, but I, I don't think a one person team is going to be able to take down a Clippers team. And I don't know that Westbrook is allowed to be a, a guy that they need him to be in order to have a two headed monster. 
um, because of just the he hierarchy. He had a season high against them. He did, yeah. I mean, that's anecdotal, whatever. Yeah, he, he did, look, but I'm, like, I'm just, yeah. Look, I don't believe this. Yeah, I'm it's, just, it's a, <laughs> it's a <laughs> random night in the regular season, right? Like, that's what it is. For the, for the commenter, though, all right, I had Miami higher the previous week. They lost to Washington and Orlando. I had uh, uh, the Clippers, Clippers who could have been higher than Houston, lost to Memphis. They gave 140 to Memphis and then barely beat the Knicks at home. Both those games at home. So they're not going to be higher than that. This week, Denver lost to Houston and lost to the Wizards. What do you want from me? Houston, Houston was better this week. What do you want from me? What do you want from me? Making up a song? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a song. Okay. I don't know who sings it. It's some white band that used to come on my radio. There you go. What right. do you want from me? Yeah. Uh, damn. <laughs> Charles B says, quote, Brooks didn't really do anything to help Bertans other than give him more minutes. He was a sniper last year, too, but Pop Spurs don't go for threes much, end quote. Um, I, I the, the, Charles has a point, man. Pop's aversion to threes is kind of weird and annoying. Yeah, he hates them. I don't like it. At a certain point, I, I get it. Like, basketball purity me gets it fundamentally. It's like, you know, ball movement, sharing the rock. Um, you know, like five man basketball. I understand that and all of that rather than catch a three, launch a three, brick a three. Like I, I like I, I, I get the concept of not liking the three point stuff, but you're a professional coach and your job is to win. Your team should be shooting threes. Am I right or wrong? No, I'm with you. I, I would say empowering a bench player to take nine threes a game is becoming more of a trend, but that's, yeah. it's different. It's still a big deal. Yeah, it's still yeah. a big deal. Like, that, that's a decision. Um, like, his his rate of three-point attempts is is similar to what it was in the past in terms of volume, but to have it be in such a higher role, that's a real decision. It's not just, ah, oh, he's got more minutes. No, he's, he has an expanded role in being allowed, like, being allowed to shoot a lot more than you're used to is an expanded role. All right, next next question or comment comes from Greg M, who says, quote, have you compared Bledsoe and Brogdo, Brogdos, Brogdon's per 36 and advanced stats? Spoiler alert, Bledsoe's better. Not massively better, not better in every way, but a bit better overall. I get that Bledsoe has had playoff demons to, has, has playoff demons to kill, but I'm not sure you understand how good he's been, end quote. Um, he has actively lost them two straight playoff series in consecutive years. He has actively I, lost them that. Look, I'm a Bledsoe guy. That's my boy. That's my guy. Sure. Um, but I can't disagree. He like in big like the two biggest spots they needed him. Um, he was he was he was bad last year and the year before that yeah. in the rounds that they were ultimately eliminated in. That being said, I, I still want to... I didn't say anything about Brogdon in this column, by the way. Again, that being said, I still want to take this opportunity. And me and Zach actually argued over this. He was like, you can't give Brogdon that con- contract. My thing is like, when have the Milwaukee Bucks been this close to a championship basically since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? No, 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 no. They, you, like, you're right. they haven't. You're right, Was I, No, my, my, my point about this is also, Brogdon want to be there? And, sure. and there's some underlying like issues sort of semi-reported about like whether or not 
he was the right guy to have it from a personality standpoint on the team. Now, sure. I think there's a better way to allocate what they did than just go get a first round pick for him in a signing trade, right? Um, yeah, I to me, like you made your team worse by not having him. I, on I him. agree with that. Like, and it, you're very close to a championship when you consider injuries, the KD stuff. Like, look how close you are to a championship. And you make your team worse over money. I just, but I would say this. That's, that's why I hate owners. I don't. Man. But I don't know that that's necessarily the case. And here's what I would. I can't confirm anything. It's just some stuff I've heard. You know. Okay. Here and Aggregators. There. I would just say this. I'm not sure everybody wanted him there. Okay. And you can. Okay. You can. You know. Okay. You could do take, that. You can. Okay. You can insinuate maybe who you'd want to try to impress moving forward. <laughs> But I don't know. Every, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Everyone yeah, yeah. definitely you, needed you. him there. Got you. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Heard you. Yeah. Um, Greg S says, quote, an important element of Nick fandom is the inevitability of fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Miller brought some stability on this team and they actually look like a competitive <laughs> bunch that can surprise good teams on nights that they're on. Sure. Mitch and RJ look like nice building blocks for the future. Mook is having a career year and can be traded for future assets. But the free agent, the excuse me, the front office is like a drunk dude holding a gun. Sure, he hasn't shot the place up yet. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what to do with this Knicks team anymore. I don't know that I ever did was, but I live for these Knicks fans' oh, comments now. Man, it's 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 just it's it's yo, dude. The agony is is palpable, dude. Like the angst, the just hurt, the the anger. It's just I could just read it through the comments. Yeah. Um, it's tough. Yeah, Mike Miller deserves some credit, man, for what they've been able to do. It's not like ultra impressive, but shit, man, six and eight compared to what they were doing on the Fisdale is it's hard it's to something. argue that they haven't been better. Yeah, you know, it's something. Um, and he deserves credit for that, even if it's only a fourteen game stint. Um. It's been much better. Uh, again, they have their pick. Uh, I was sharing this with somebody recently, Zach. I, I, I'm almost positive the Knicks are going to get the first pick in the draft. Ooh. And it's considered to be probably the worst draft uh. in years. It's just the most Knicksian thing ever would be for them to have the first pick this year and the third pick last year, considering what we all know Zion to be and how great we just discussed Job Morant. It's just... Nick, it's Nick. I kind of want them to get Lamelo now, if that's the case. Oh man! Oh god! Oh god! Oh my god! That 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 that's gonna be that's that's gonna make my head explode. Whew. Okay, next next comment comes from Brian P, who says, "Quote: Dear Zach and Sir Wozni, good things, <laughs> oh good tight, good tidings to you, fine gents, in the new year. Once again, kudos kudos to you, Zach." Your in-depth analysis on Ben Drew Wiggins, I mean Simmons, was great. Everything you are pointing out about him points to one thing. He has no heart. Joel Embiid is like a dog, loyal but gets dirty if you need him to. Ben is like a cat, unbothered and does things in his time. We don't have time for the cowardly lion. There's a reason why Jimmy Butler left and mentioned lack of accountability. Josh Richardson talks about lack of accountability. Then you hear Ben say he likes being held accountable. Actions speak louder than words. Also, accountability comes from up top. So between Ben and Brett, one has to go. P.S. 
Love the gift for the week. May I suggest the gift of the captain of the Titanic stepping into the wheel room as the ship sinks? Much love. Um, Ryan H.W. Poindexter. So I got to I gotta tell you, um, Waz, we had a spirited conversation in the media room on, uh, what was that, Saturday? Yeah. Uh, yeah about Ben fun. Simmons with some, some members of the media. And uh, that yeah. is what inspired this week's 76ers. Um, entry yeah um brett brown freaking quoted in the media paraphrasing his quote he's like you know it hasn't like i put those comments out there because i want ben to you know do it shoot more threes blah 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 blah, blah. and he, he basically said he he should want to do it for himself yeah. <laughs> i was like yo this is a, that's that that's crazy like for him to say that publicly, yeah. like, am I overreacting to that quote, Zach? No, I mean, I think that's a valid reaction. That's like he he basically did the dad thing. Yeah, he. T- I mean, you know, maybe like even a stepdad thing. Like, like I don't, your like, son is like addicted to painkillers or whatever. He lives in Appalachia or whatever, and he's like, at a certain point, he has to want to quit for himself. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what Brett Brown just said about Ben Simmons and threes, dude. It's it's funny, like. It's funny because we all know he's good. Like, he's clearly good. It's just a matter of, does the good end up being someone you want to have on your team? Right? Like, is the tipping point there to where you're like, yes, I understand the, the strength. The tipping point is LaMarcus Aldridge. Yeah, I mean, that that was that was the example of, like, where someone someone asked, I can't remember who, but someone asked me, they're like, what do you think Ben oh, Simmons... Oh, there's good players that you don't want on your team? Yeah, like, of course there are good players that I don't want on my team. Like they And yeah. I, and they're like, well, what do you think he's going to be? I was like, I don't know, all-star, all-NBA. And they're like, what are we talking about? I was like, LaMarcus Aldridge is all-star, all-NBA. I don't want him on my team, right? Like, you can get you can get accolades. You can be great and get accolades. Now, I don't, yeah. I'm not saying I'm there with Ben Simmons, but my I, my, I know you are, but my issue with him is like, if he would just be aggressive in the fourth quarter, I'll live with everything else. Like I, even if it's, even if there's good and bad with him being aggressive in the fourth quarter, I just don't want him shying away. If he would just stop shying away in the fourth, I will, I will roll the dice with everyone else and I'm, and I'm in on it. But until he gets to that mentality consistently, I'm good. I don't like, I don't think, I, I don't think I, I, I would just focus on building around and beat and that's it. All right. Next comment. Uh, comes from William B. The love, quote unquote, wanting out thing is complicated by the fact that you'd have to pin a lottery pick on his collar to trade him with that contract. Garland has taken a decent step forward in the last two weeks. Porter Jr.'s injury sucks, yeah. but at least there wasn't a tear. Would not be surprised to see Thompson and Henson gone before love. End quote. Yeah, those are much easier deals to move. And we, we talked a lot about uh, Kevin Love trade stuff on the basketball buds. Yeah, uh, podcast we don't need to rehash that. Yeah, here, you guys, you guys yeah. can go check that out. It's a good episode. Um, and yeah, I, John Henson is somebody who I always liked. I just, you know, the theory of John Henson, a guy with decently quick feet, super long arms, should be like a versatile enough defender, yeah. um, and not completely just trash on offense that doesn't hurt you. But he's just never kind of lived up to that. Um, and you know, it's so funny. I remember when Tristan Thompson. Got his deal, right? Uh, I remember we all thought, like, Jesus, oh, clutch yeah. is <laughs> amazing. But I was like, damn, I would probably rather have Henson on his deal than Thompson on his. But ultimately, Thompson has kind of proven through the years to be way more reliable and just a better player. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, Alid S. says, quote, these weekly power rankings were great already. Then you added the X-Files to it. Now these 
um, rankings are God tier. End quote. Oh, that's some that's some praise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been an X Files guy, um, but I, I, I just always noted the the cult like following. Yeah, it's shit. it's big. Um, I I watched like the first couple seasons when it first came out, and then kind of lost interest. I think I saw the movie or one of the movies. I don't know what, but I I do know that they're always just good. It's a good like kind of sarcastic gif selection in terms of like just wanting to believe it's a lot of the, there's a lot of that in there that you can find to throw at people all right just a couple of two com we got three more comments the first two are just a couple of quick hitters right. that again just amuse me chris z says quote bruh the bulls confuse you into putting them in the top half 100%. of the league Take a lap, Harper. It's fair. It's fair. But Waz, I don't know what to do with this. They're the second best defense in the league since December 1st. I mean, I, that's a that's a pretty long time. Yeah, Boylan, it's 17 games. Boylan is not the laughing stock that, that he was. He, he's gotten some time to prove that he could coach this bunch into being at least uh, competent. Um, mm, I'm, mm, I'm, I'm not there. Not there yet. Give me a, let, let me see it for another month. Obviously, they don't have to lead the league in defense right. for another month, but let me see but some solid. They're seventh on the season now. Seventh? I don't get it. Next question from or comment from Liam M. Quote, LA Clippers, more inconsistent than LeBron's hairline career. Goodness. End quote. <laughs> Liam. <laughs> I don't know who that was meaner towards. I don't know. <laughs> I just, it was, was it the Clippers or LeBron? Just, oh just took God. out the whole stable Center. Okay. Um, last last comment comes from Richard I, and he says, quote, the Pistons lost to the Hornets three times, have a worse record and way worse roster, yet they are ahead of them. Got it. Um, for me, I just put this in there. What do you make of the Hornets? I think they're in it by default. Um, I think that the bottom is about to fall way out. I just do. Cause when they lose, they just get destroyed. And so I like, yeah. like, I, like what I wanted to see this, I was like, Oh, do they have any young talent to get excited about this season? And it turns out they do, right? Like Devonte Graham has been good. Um, yeah. you know, PJ Washington before he got hurt was good. Miles Bridges played well. Malik Monk still sucks. But other than that, like they've had some, they've had some like, all right, I've, you see some young players that you can get excited about and, maybe they help them moving forward. So like, that's an accomplishment, like good season based on that, but I don't expect them to remain like winning games towards the second half of the season. Yeah. The Graham thing is fun um, because of, you know, what, he, where he was at last year and what he's doing this year. Uh, Scary Terry's been a bit better than expected, but I mean, is he worth $60 million? I don't think no. so. Um, but yeah, the, 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 I agree with you, dude. This is all smoke and mirrors. They don't have anything real concrete that you could be like, all right, this is a consistent guy that's going to do this every night. Uh, I'm I'm good on Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, you know, and you know what? I'm good on the Pistons. I'm done with them. Blake Griffin's out. Trade <laughs> yeah. Andre Drummond. Don't trade Andre Drummond. I don't care. Just free Luke Kennard yeah. at some point. That's all I want. I just want him Facts. on a good team. That's all we need. That's the comments for this week. Zach. That's it. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for subscribing. Make sure you check out Waz's Drip or Drown rankings. Get fresh or die trying rankings. Uh, Waz, I just I hope we get some Kuzma slander because I can't I can't do the Slim Shady thing, man. I just can't do it. 
So I, I, I wanted to, you know, the funny thing is that I, I had actually had an idea of doing a not top 10 this week, oh. but I got vetoed. I got vetoed from up top. It was like, let's, let's stick to the positivity. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's stick to what we've been doing. Let's be consistent. And uh, so we didn't do that. But Kuzma was, he was one of my primary targets, so, believe yeah, me. He's, so he, he's, he's not in the, the top 10 this week? No, no he hasn't made a single freaking list, and there's a reason why. I know people are now getting hip to the ridiculousness yeah. that is Kyle Kuzma's personal style, but he's been pretty horrible all season long. And his reality, not reality bites, I said, his hackers with Angelina Jolie. I encourage you guys to oh, just Google image reference. search hackers, Angelina Jolie, those outfits. That's Kuzma's entire swag right now, and it's kind of... Terrible. So check out the good style on the athletic with uh, with Waz, and uh, thank you for uh, subscribing. Thank you for checking out the power rankings, and thank you for commenting. And just you know, be nicer in the future. All right, y'all. Gotcha. All right. All right, later, y'all. Be good. Houston, Houston was better this week. You got the power to let power go.